Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act all right. Hat uh-huh. on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Looking like the trap dog, giving them a like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
To the voice, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Got a good one for you today. Um, Tommy, uh, email me, text me, and hit me with a thought this morning that caused me to thinking a little bit deeper about it. Sent me a short text, but it was very pointed, it had a lot of meaning to me. So, as I began to think about his text to me. I began to uh, think in terms of how I could present it as a, as a learned experience for all of us. And and the text that Tommy sent me this morning said that a, a tree yields fruit seasonally, but even when it's not yielding, it's still a fruit tree. Don't get upset not producing at not producing. Your season is coming if you stay planted. Okay, one more time. A fruit tree yields seasonally, but even when it's not yielding, it's still a fruit tree. Don't get upset at not producing because your season is coming if you stay planted. Okay, now that meant something to me this morning. And it caused me to start to thinking it through a little bit deeper in terms of what has happened in my life. Because what, here's the deal. The, the thing that I, just learned recently, recently, was about seasons in your life, seasons. I was familiar with it all my life. My mother taught it to me. I've experienced it, but I didn't really get it until of late. The thing about the seasons in your life is when we start thinking about when you hear people in church or you hear people say, "It's your season is coming, boy, you in your season." You know what was messing me up a little bit and it might be messing you up? I thought of seasons just like I did the seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall. But I had it on the timeline just like seasons, quarterly, a year. So I looked at, boy, it's your season. Your season is coming. I looked at it as a short span of time. And then I was going to go back to the barrenness of winter. And then something might happen a little later on in the spring and something pop through the ground and flowers show up and then they might survive the summer and it's good and it's going good all summer long and I'm guiding them harvesting crops. Then the fall come and start fading. Then winter, I go back to suffering the barrenness of winter like a crop. But here's what I learned. You cannot look at your season in life and the seasons that we go through with the same eye for seasons as you do with crops because God's timeline is totally different. See, a season to God could be in a really extended period of time. It could be the duration of your life. That's what a season is in God's timeline. See, God is expansive, man. He's way bigger than the regular thing. So what may be a season to a farmer, a season for God 
could be 300 years, 50 years, 60 years, 80 years. You in now. So I had to learn that because I was afraid that seasonally meant that this blessing would be for a short period of time. Then I go back. Then I here come another burst and then I go back. And then I here, I'll fire a few more nice shots and I can have a nice summer, you know, and then I start withering away and here come winter again. First things first. That's not how it worked for me. And that's how I had to learn. So now let's talk about it with that in mind. See, what the text Tommy sent me meant a lot to me because, see, everybody is a fruit tree. We are all a fruit tree. But here's the key, though. We are all different kinds of fruit trees. Uh-oh. See, that's the difference. And that's the other thing was tripping me out. See, I, I was looking at the other trees trying to figure out why I wasn't giving and bearing the same fruit that they were bearing. Why wasn't I a billionaire? Why wasn't I a yacht owner? Why didn't I come up with the, uh, the next great idea? Why wasn't I the next big producer? Why wasn't I the next big major star? Why wasn't I the one that came up with some earth-shattering idea and invention that would change the scope of the world and all this money would flow me? Why wasn't I? Because that ain't my fruit. That, that's not my tree. See? Everybody can't be Steve Jobs. Everybody can't be the little dude that invented Facebook. Everybody's not going to be the guy that comes up with the next invention that changes the world. You ain't the right brothers. You may not be the one to think of flight. But what is your fruit, though? See, your fruit is plenty. See, and, 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 and what, the, what the text was saying is your fruit, you, you, you bear fruit seasonally. That means it's coming. Sometimes you're still sprouting. Well, when you're sprouting, you can't have fruit on you yet. What you tripping for? You just sprouted. You just came up through the dirt. You've been hustling and grinding. You just popped up through the dirt. Now you're a young tree. You're a bush. Even if you had fruit on it, your, your bark and your limbs ain't strong enough to hold the fruit. It, it, the, 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 the size of the fruit would break your limbs if you get it too early. Oh, come on, man. Don't you understand this now? This what this text meant to me. And so when I while I wanted fruit, I wasn't ready to hold the fruit. So you got to strengthen yourself. You got to get focused. You got to be who you're supposed to be. You got to try hard. God, the fruit season is coming for you because everybody is a fruit tree and everybody going to bear fruit. But what you cannot do is think that, look, if you're a lemon tree, and your fruit that you bear is lemon. This is an analogy now. I'm talking about whatever your gift is. The fruit you bear is a lemon tree. But you look over there and you're looking at the apple orchard and you're going, man, but them apples is big and red. More people eat apples than eat lemons. You sell more apples than you do lemons. Oh, that's true. So now guess what you do? Now you uproot yourself. You take yourself up out of who you are and what you were born to do. You remove yourself from your gift. You take yourself all out of who you really are. Going over there trying to be an apple tree when God made you the lemon tree. Now, guess what? Now you're all up out the soil. You ain't rooted no more. Can't no nutrients come up through your roots to even feed the lemons that he 
that he bore you to have, now you over there trying to be an apple. Some of you ain't got no business. Well, ain't no room in the apple orchard for the lemon tree. Now you wonder why you can't get your roots down in there. Why they ain't accepting you. Now you're barren. Man, oh, woe is me. Lord, you don't never give me no fruit. It's because you keep moving. It's keep you keep taking yourself out of who you are. You keep removing yourself some, from the soil that you was planted in. You keep taking yourself out your orchard. Stop trying to be an apple if you was born to be a lemon. What's wrong with lemons? I like lemonade. A lot of people I know like lemonade. Lemonade, if you stay focused with it, you might be the only one with the good lemons. Now, everybody that need lemons got to come to you. Oh, man. But if you keep uprooting yourself, moving, you'll never bear the fruit that you was born to bear. Everybody is a fruit tree. But you got to stay planted, man. You got to stay nourished. You got to talk to your creator who made you and find out what fruit you supposed to bear. And then in your season, it's coming. What fruit tree you know don't give off that fruit? Except a fruit tree who has not been fertilized, who has not been nurtured, who has been dug up and cast away. Then that fruit tree can't bring fruit. But we do it to ourselves. We looking all over. Grapefruits is way bigger than lemons. I'm going to go be a grapefruit. I don't want to be no date tree. These little old dates. There's a, there's a big market for dates. There's a big market for figs. There's a huge market out there for cherries. See, stop looking at the apples and oranges. See, you see a whole lot more apples and oranges than you do anything else. Oh, look at all them grapes. Yeah, man, they make wine out of grapes. They do everything. I won't be a grape. You ain't a grape, man. You a cherry tree. Be the best cherry tree you can be. Let all that fruit come on your tree. Man, you ain't going to have enough room on your branches for the cherries that he'll put on your tree. Everybody want a good cherry. Man, come on here now. Stay planted, folks. Quit moving around. Quit, quit getting off your hustle before the, before the victory come. Stop giving up, man, right before you about to bear fruit. Now you pull up root and go somewhere else because it ain't happening quick enough. Man, your season is coming, but you got to stay planted. And you got to realize through contacting your creator what type of fruit tree you are. And quit looking at the other orchards trying to get over there and they got more fruit than you. That's not who you are. Stop trying to be something that you are not. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18, 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in love. I get mixed emotions. Come on, boy. <laughs> Thank God for the Oscars. <laughs> You're still on that. Come on, huh? Oscars. <laughs> Run high. Yeah, that I need one. That, I need two things to happen now. What? What's that? I need somebody to mess up the election. Mm-hmm. And I need one famous black person to go visit the president. <laughs> <laughs> like who? We get all this off me. Who? It doesn't matter. Like Samuel L. Anybody? Jackson or someone like that. No, because you go. You start with Sam. Sam go cut you out. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sam go up there. Y'all gonna be all types of MLs. <laughs> <laughs> Say something to Sam. Jackson. I should have did like Sam. 
Sam will call you all types of MFs if you say something about him. <laughs> <laughs> I like Sam. Man. Nah, I'm sitting Man. up listening to the first lady, you know. They go low, we go high. Yeah, all that old mess. Yeah, which was <laughs> great. That she was did. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's classy. Uh-huh. That's the classy. Uh-huh. You need the right thing, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, let's hope it work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's working. Because right now, wrong show would have felt better. <laughs> <laughs> you had good intentions. You had great intentions. You did your thing. Yeah. It's all good. Did this too any- shall pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, no, uh, no, it ain't Shirley. No, it's about a year. <laughs> it take about a year. <laughs> Miss Universe speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you no, didn't uh, see any uh, end no. in They're sight. they be in your back for a year. Yeah, well, you didn't see any end in sight. And now, look, thanks to Warren Beatty, it's all over. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it ain't over y'all for should. me, but it's all right, though. I just need somebody else. <laughs> I, can see, I can see y'all doing a movie together now. You know, Warren Beatty. This is big no, news, I don't want to man. do no movie, dog. That's you, Tommy. Ah, uh, but you could do a good one. Both of y'all detectives with just bad information. All y'all information. <laughs> case all the case. You know, all the case can't ever get solved. Y'all ain't none of y'all information. I think it would be better if you get in the movie, Tommy. You don't want to need work. Ooh, I no. need work. Oh. Shots fired. Oh, my God. Get down. What, what, what kind of shot is that? I, I, I didn't, I didn't mean it. shades on. What does that mean? I need work. What I meant was, no, what I meant oh, was. You know what the hell you uh-huh. meant? You meant no, what your no, ass said. For real, You're going to wait till this early in the morning to start. Need, what? No, I just just saying you need a good movie under your belt. That's what I was yeah, saying. You just, yeah, you just, yeah, yeah, don't fix it up. It didn't come out like that. All right, well, whatever then. Hey, you know Raggedy, you know it was Raggedy when you said it. No, I was just trying. I was saying, like, you know, you need a good movie under your belt because you had a lot of... Mm. <laughs> say, say it, Steve. Say it. Is this your way of say fixing us? He's digging say himself. No, this is uh-huh. how you In want Tuesday to be said. No, dog. I mean, you know, you, you know, <laughs> no, man, no, you no, did dog, all right. Me, no. Okay, just start all over. Let's yeah. take two. Yes, Come okay. on, just start all over. Baggage say it again, yeah, Tommy. You and Warren Beatty should do a movie. Say it all that again. Do over. Yeah, come on. Heart what surgery. did you just say? Uh, Tommy, come it's on. It's heart specialist. You been this? Well, that's a good one. Heart specialist, baby. <laughs> we told you to do it again. Do over. Let's I'm go. I'm just trying to get these movies. You know, he was in uh. Because what, Steve? Why are you trying to get the movies? Oh, so that, that was, was the point. Yeah, we go. Oh, because glory. What? No, it wasn't in glory. 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 With he's been in a lot. He's been in a lot of good. The great movies. Morgan Freeman. No, thank well, you. Well, okay, 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 hold on. Now, seriously, Shirley, what what was the movie called? And Shirley, what was the movie Tommy been in? Heart mm. Specialist. Oh, the one about Heart his special. life, Insecure. Insecure. That was, yeah. <laughs> no, Insecure. That was not- <laughs> there you go, bam. Yeah. Baggage claim. Yeah. Insecure. Uh, think mm-hmm. like a man. Think like a man. Think man, one of the greatest lines in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Medea oh. Boo. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people saw this one, Steve. It hasn't come to the big screen yet, but who can forget Papa Ray's money? Papa Ray's money. Who That's stole? Nobody. Who stole Papa Ray's money? Mm. Who stole Papa Ray's money? That's my nobody favorite. that's seen it could forget it. Mm-mm, I saw it. <laughs> I didn't see it, Tommy. I was I, I was heard about pregnant. it. You <laughs> was pregnant at the time. I was working for it. And what yeah. you went blind? What? Man, that was six years ago. Who stole Papa Ray's money was six years ago? Tasha know. is nine. <laughs> Oh, nine what? years ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nine. It was, 
You, you have kept Papa Ray alive. I love you so much, Steve Harvey. Oh, oh my God. What? But Steve. <laughs> you coming out a decade. Later. Damn. Yeah, like uh, I said, man, you need to just, you probably need to hook up with Warren. <laughs> okay. Man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, man. but you know, so many good things. Um, so how'd your day go yesterday, Steve, after all of this? It was He's full, so you know, spent a lot of meetings. Uh-huh. Know, didn't get out of there, didn't get out of Vegas until late. All those meetings and then just getting in it's early. You know, you got to fly back to Chicago, lose time, three hours and a half hours. Man, oh, yeah. just busy, man. Just trying to get it done, though. That's all. Can't complain. Well, we know Denzel is your friend, and when you talk to him, please tell him <laughs> that we all were supporting him to win that Pulling best form. actor award for yeah. um, Fences, for sure. <laughs> I was heated. I was mad. Didn't win. <laughs> Still kind of mm. salty about that. Mm. I've been mad since Malcolm X, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's truth be mad. told. <laughs> Let's he deserved that one. Yeah. 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 They owe him, too. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X, he, yeah. he won it for Training Day and Glory, Best Supporting Actor for Glory. But for Tommy, fences, would you do the Oscars next year? What you When me? you say do the Oscars, mm. explain. I mean, go, present, host, be a mm. nomination. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Well, well you're just movie, giving huh? it to me this morning, boy. Go ahead. Line huh? it up. What movie? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, in case, I said, if would you? I mean, you know, if you were in a movie this year that got nominated and all that. I, okay. I'm sorry. I, I'll yeah. answer for him. Yes. I'll ask, answer for him. Yes. He would go. Yes. That's all I'm asking, man. man. Can I see you? At doing, least I, I know you you'll go. The, can I see you doing the commercial? Soon as we go to commercial, can I have a word with you? Mm. Do it now. Yeah. You know we do all our no, no, stuff no, no. live. No, oh, no. some of it can't be live. <laughs> oh, you about to what? go there? Yes, Carla. What can't? Yes, sir. I, I'm about to. Pop make rate money was live. But <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. I'm about to make Carla a very happy woman right now. What? Very what happy. Because when we come back from the break at 34 after the hour, Carla, it's Steve Something mm. Funny. Coming mm. up, it is the last day of Black History mm. Month. Thank you, Jesus. So get ready for Steve's little known Black <laughs> History Month facts. The last day for Thank it, you, Carla. Shirley. Yes. <laughs> we'll be back. March. Yes. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right after this song, man, I don't know uh. if we're going to be, we'll just. The last day of Black History Month is here. Mm. Little known Black History Moments. Man. Facts of the past. Mm. Unknown. All right, we back. Tommy, you got one for us our last day. I got one for you, doggy. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Yes. All right. I was looking for your character, man. You ain't bring that. You ain't doing no racist. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Everybody hear me. This is Rafus Jackson. Show. I hate this. I'm here is the first, the very first Negro commentator oh. on the planet. And now I'm just closing. I want to thank y'all for having me this month. All the things I was able to articulate uh, for people. Mm-hmm. To uh, understand and mm-hmm. know where I was coming from. Wow. 
we're a wonderful organization called from the uh, originally was uh, in London called the BBC. Mm. Familiar with them. Uh, no. are, are you really? Yeah, British Broadcasting Company. Excuse me? Uh-uh. Yeah, the television yeah, network. That's, yeah. that's not what yeah. it is? What What is it called, you say? Uh, I think it's the British Broadcasting Company. Oh, no, you got the wrong one. We was the black bastards. Oh, my God! <laughs> God, dog. Look, you went there, huh? I'm Have leave. you lost your entire? I'm gonna leave. Okay, I'm really getting uh, out of here. You know it. There. You know. You know in your gut. You be doing. Uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> we was the black bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you know he wrong. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> we anyway, I in anyway. ignorant Negroes. Come on. We were known as the uh, <laughs> BBC. <laughs> We was, we was known as the BBC. We can't tell you what that stood for, because Carla get mad. Uh, so let's go with the little latest uh, 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 black history moment fact. Uh, Tommy? Yeah, yeah um, I, I can't top that one, but yeah, okay, you ready? Well, try. You better try. <laughs> September 23rd, 1969. Mm-hmm. All right. You with me, September 23rd, 1969. Lemuel Woodbine was playing at the George Washington Carver Park. Lemuel Woodbine having a good time at the park with his friends, playing basketball, playing tag, having a wonderful time. Lemuel looked up and realized that it was getting dark and it was time to head home, but they played another round of basketball. And it got dark. All of a sudden, Lemuel broke out running home because he was late. The street lights had come on. And when Lemuel got home, his mama was waiting for him with a switch in the yard. Lemuel is the first person to get his ass whooped after the street lights came. <laughs> he should have been there 30 minutes prior, but the boy was late because that basketball got good. He is the first person mm-hmm. got his ass toe up in the front yard for getting home late after the street lights came on. 1969, September 23rd, Augusta, Georgia, George Washington Carver Park. History was made. Mm-hmm. 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 Who knew? All right. Who to know? Yep, mm-hmm. sure is. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I done been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Take us back to our childhood, won't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, it's uh, run that prank back. What you got, okay. Nev? Quirk husband. Mm. What? Quirk husband. Everybody got one. No. Carla. No one's what? even heard of that. You ain't heard of work husband. You got a. You don't have no work wife. What you say? You work with wife. What? Your work wife. Work, work wow. wife. Yeah. Work is that similar to twerking? What? <laughs> it's work we'll wife. Work we gotta go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome back to the ride, y'all. Uh, listen, uh, Miss mm-hmm. Ann is coming up with national news today. Yeah. Uh, also, Tommy got to run that prank back. And then, I que- is the question of the day today, what are you giving up for Lent? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't, I've never, I don't even, somebody explain that to me, really. Okay. I well, thought Lint was just some stuff on your clothes and you had to get it. No, on. that's L-I-N-T. We're talking about L-E-N-T. You know, it's the two lengths. Yeah. It's two lengths. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Like Why beans. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talking like beans? Huh? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did he say lentil beans? Oh, God. Lentil beans. He did. He did. I'm leaving today. I think today Why? might be my last day. <laughs> so is it like I lent you some money, Shirley? Well, it's spelled the same. Okay. Pork mm-hmm. Oh, I said it good. That right there coming up. Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, 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 Gary. Gary, who is this? Hello, who is this? Hey, this is Tony, man. I uh, I work with your wife, Pam. Is, is she all right? Oh yeah, she's fine. She's fine, man. I'm 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 one of her coworkers, man. I wanted to reach out to you. Um, you know, I've been working with her quite some time. I'm, I'm kind of like what they call her a work husband, man. She, you, you may have heard her mention me before, Tony. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up. Because I, I may be a little sweet. What? Did you say a, a husband? No, 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 nothing like that, man. There ain't but one husband here. Okay, okay, no, I got that. I'm a work husband. You know, you know, like, you know, it'd be just some, something playful at the job they'd be saying. Playful at the work? What are you talking about? Well, you know, just just something, you know, playful they'd be saying. You know, uh, uh, when you hang around somebody a lot, they say he's a work husband or your work wife, you know, something like that. But. No, no, nothing, nothing heavy, nothing heavy at all, man. Oh, okay. all right. Uh, what's, what's up, man? I mean, what's up? Well, well, I was calling, man, trying to ask you, uh, uh, how, how long, um, how long have you and Pam been married? <laughs> wait, wait, what's your, what's your name again? My name is Tony. Oh, okay. Um, we've been married about eight or nine years. I mean, what's up? How, how, how long do you do? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much longer do you see y'all y'all being married? <laughs> I, I kind of do mind you. I, okay, what? Hold up. How'd you get this number again, man? Like, I got, no, I got the I got the number out of uh, out of Pam's phone, man. I wanted to call you myself. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back up. Out of out of my wife's phone. Yeah. Dog, I don't I don't even ask. Hold on. Whoa. Why are you in my wife's phone, man? No, dude. I mean, I, I just got it off a of desk, man. I wanted to. I wanted to. Um. You know, I, I wanted to reach out to you, man, and kind of have a, like a private conversation with you. That's all. For what? First of all, why are you in my wife's phone? You calling me, dude? I mean, this is this this how this this husband thing. This is really is really blowing me right no, now. No, no, it's just what no, it's just really a work, it's just I mean, a work husband, man. That's all it is. What is a work husband? What are you What are you doing with my wife? You know, that's just like you know, like you know, I'll bring her some coffee and donuts to the job, or you know, get her some lunch coffee. and stuff, man. If, if she don't wait, feel like going, wait, my wife don't even like donuts. And, and we got a new coffee machine just two weeks ago. So why are you bringing my wife food? Hey man, listen. Really, I, really, I basically I, I just called for this here. How long? How long do you foresee y'all being married? To death do us part. What the do you mean? How long we gonna be married? What's your name again? Tony. Tony, man. Tony. 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 I'm... Tony. I don't give a damn. You asking me these? Hold on. Let, let, let me let me call my wife. Hold on. Hold wait, on. Wait. Say, say, hold on, hello? Hello? Gary? Pam. Gary? Look, Pam, you better call me within two minutes. Right now, it's 10.30. Oh, 
Hello. Yeah, now, now, sorry. Hello. Yes. Are right, you so why that? you do that? Why you call her, man? This this won't be a conversation me and you having together. Hold on, hold on. Are you talking about you? You my wife's work husband. It ain't but one husband up in here. One. I she understand. got my last that's, name, that's and just, she don't keep it till death do us part. Now I'm glad you called me on a Friday. I'm so glad because I got all weekend to think about that whooping I'm gonna give you. Cause this out here now. Hey man, hey man. All I'm trying to figure out: how much longer do you think you want to be married to her? Oh, oh, yeah. This whooping gonna be phenomenal. Uh, you better get right with Jesus on Sunday because I guarantee you, you're going to meet him Monday morning. Hey, hey, I'm hey, listen, all I'm trying to early. say, man, if you... If I'm you, taking if my you, wife up there early and I want to see your black I'm just trying to adult. All I'm saying is if you didn't want to be, be married to her any longer, then maybe we could work something out. That's all I'm asking, no, man. I'm just trying to have a night. Work out, partner. All we need to work out is be there Monday because I'm sure the hell going to be there bright and early Monday waiting for your work husband, my Okay, look, man, I'm not going to sit there and go back. I'm, I'm not trying to, look, all I'm trying to do is have a deeper man-to-man conversation with you, man. All right? Well, you, you don't call me talking about you bringing my wife donuts and coffee and all up in her phone? This ain't no decent conversation. Hey, man, I, I'm her work husband, dog. Everybody, everybody, most people have a work husband or a work wife, man. That's that's known in the corporate world. A work husband. You hear what I'm saying? What? A work husband and you. I'm going to be there Monday, 8 o'clock. Hey, man, I'm not finna see and go back. Look, you know what? I'm, I'm finna just call Pam. I just call Pam. Oh, she probably call me back in about a minute and 15 seconds. We're gonna wait for her to call me back. Work husband, my from this on a Friday. Okay, well, that, uh, it, was just a, it was just a question, man. I'm just trying to see if you didn't want her, maybe we could work something out. So, if, if I find out if there's any truth to anything you're saying, oh, it's gonna be a lay down night tonight. Yeah, ain't nobody finna do nothing to my baby. I mean, ain't nobody finna do nothing to Pam. What? Did you just call my wife your baby? No, I got, man, I'm just saying. Hey, Monday, Mr. Work Husband. Hey, man, I'm not finna. I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. No, you ain't got nothing to say to me. Say Stop. Monday. I, no, Monday. no, no. I got something else I need to say to you. Are you listening? You better talk to Jesus, because I'm going to be up there Monday at 8. Okay, I got I got one more thing I need to say. Is you you got nothing to say to me except Monday. I, got, I do got one more thing to say to you. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I said that you listening. I'm listening, Mr. Workhouse. Well, guess what I want to tell you? Tell me. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother, Eric. What the f***? Eric put you up to this. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I'm so glad this is a joke. Because <laughs> somebody was about to die. <laughs> I'm going to see if she Eric's so. You alright, man? Oh, man, that's a good one. You alright? Oh, I, I need a drink. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Man, yeah, man. Hey, I got one more thing I got to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Y'all crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, today is Mardi Gras. Tomorrow is Ash Happy Wednesday. Happy Mardi Gras! Yes. Today. Mardi Gras. This is it. Uh, what do people plan to give up this year for Lent? Now, Lent is that period between uh, uh, Mardi Gras and then Easter. Okay, I think mm-hmm. that's a 40-day period. Mm-hmm. You know. So they, they counted from Mardi Gras? I thought Lent was religious. It got something to do with well, Mardi Gras? Lent is a religious uh, um, uh, 
observation. You know, in New Orleans, they party and everything, you know, and do everything for Mardi Gras. And then after Mardi Gras Day, then they go into Ash Wednesday and the Lenten season. You know, but them two don't have nothing to do so, with each other. Well, it's like well, okay. in New Orleans, yeah. It's so like they plan Mardi Gras up until Ash Wednesday. Yes, 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 and then yes. it starts Lent, and you give up something for Lent. You know, like uh, you, you kind of like stop sinning, I guess. Or doing things what? that are sinful. But you sinning yeah. the whole time you're doing the Mardi Gras. Ain't you? Yeah, but after after Mardi Gras, it's over. But, and then now, it's Shirley, well, you ought to be tired, buddy. But Shirley, it's confusing to me. Okay. To give up lit is to give up a sin. Well, no, no, no. Okay, here, no. Okay, listen to this. You give up certain things, like uh, that's how it was explained to us, go, being Christians and everything. You know, uh, Catholics do it. It's a Catholic uh, observation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you yeah. you do something for Lent, so you try not to sin. Like, you know, people do do things like give up TV, give up sugar, you know, or something like that. But Red you, meat. yeah, things like yeah. that. But you, yeah. but you give up things you want to do for self improvement. Not necessarily, too. but if you want to do that, you can. Yeah. So what about us that's Baptist? What is, is, is we... You're still Christian. <laughs> we ain't never did. Yeah, we did it. We, we did we it never growing gave up, up as kids. Uh-uh. Uh-huh, we did it. I mean, I don't think it's as popular now with other religions besides Catholics, you know, besides Catholicism. But, um, yeah, we used to do it in, in our faith. Right. Sure, they, don't necessar- they don't necessarily um, tie it to religion, but they still observe the Lenten season. I, I probably will give up sugar, Steve, which is hard for me right now because I've been eating sugar. So that's what I want to give up, sugar. Oh, yeah, and potato chips. <laughs> Boy, you and them potato chips. <laughs> yeah, so sugar and, sugar and potato chips. What would you give up, Big Dog? Huh? What would you give up if you had to do something like that? What would I give up? Mm-hmm. <sighs> for 40 days? Something that was hard to give up? Yes. Self-improvement. Something you would want to give up. To to get closer to God. A lot of people do it for that reason. You give it up. You get closer to God. People pray. They fast during that time. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can think of that I could try to give up, maybe. If you say what I think you're going to say. You won't fail. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Don't even say it. (laughs) Okay, Shirley, what was you thinking I was going to say? Cussing. Woo! Show what? <laughs> Don't even put yourself through that. Because <laughs> it's for 40 days, Steve. You could do it. You could do it. There ain't no way in hell. <laughs> See, right there. That's day one, right there. <laughs> All right. All right. How about this? Talking? 40 days. For Lent, no profanity on the radio. You can't do that anyway. What? You tr- You couldn't do it for one day, one hour, I think, the last time you tried this. Don't do not do that. Do something that, you know. He can't do profanity on the radio anyway. What was that? Well, you know, like little words. Want me to give you one, dog? Like you that are permiss- permissible on the radio. I'm going to give you one. You, you, It'll be a struggle, but let's see if you can do it. Give up your plane for 40 days and go to the airport like regular people. Already have been in shops. <laughs> <laughs> but you get it. 
Okay, so what do you like to, um, what, what's one of your favorite foods, Steve? You could give up cigars oh. for 40 days. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cigar. <laughs> he said, oh, what? Minute, That's what it's supposed hey, to Junior. be. So. Hey, Junior. Huh? What is your half sick ass in this for? Uh uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> it, It's, you know, sacrifice. You all over here help us all out talking about something, give up cigars for Lent. For what? Cigar, it ain't no sin. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. It's just a a sin. I mean, some people do that. You know, that's how we kind of did it growing up. But it doesn't have to be that. It could be, like I said, I'm going to give up. Think something that I really, 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 really love, and that's potato chips and sugar right now. And you (laughs) really, really love cigars. Yeah, and you really, really love cigars. We ain't going to do that for a day. You can do it though. Okay, you listen to me. If it would help, if, if I'm it would not help you get giving closer to up God. cigars. Okay, we'll give up sex for forty days. I'm finna smoke one now. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah, well, I'm Roman Catholic, so I'm giving up potato chips and jelly donuts. Those are my things. And See this there, is Ann Tripp Ann? With the news. Yeah, I'm a potato chip lover. We're Woo-hoo! just alike. Oh, isn't that terrible? <laughs> well, that's why we're wonderful. Okay, anyway, this is Andrew with the news, and good morning. Okay, President Trump is scheduled to deliver his first address to a joint session of the Congress tonight, and he's expected to lay out his budget priorities. Uh, some things we already apparently know. The president reportedly wants to increase the military budget by about 10% or $54 billion, while decreasing spending on domestic discretionary programs and on foreign aid by about the uh, same amount. Good news is that the president is not touching entitlement programs like Medicare or Social Security. By the way, President Trump thinks he knows who's responsible for what he claims have been those information leaks from the White House. I think that President Obama is behind it because Uh, his people are certainly behind it. And some of the leaks possibly come from that group. You know, some of the leaks, which are really very serious leaks because they're very bad in terms of national security. But I also understand that's politics. And in terms of him being behind things, that's politics, and it will probably continue. Now, the president made no, uh, oh no uh, admission, and he didn't say he had proof of that. But anyway, he made that remark God. on Fox News. Jewish schools and community centers in places all over the country have been receiving anti-Semitic threats. Yesterday, sites like uh, Florida, Pennsylvania, Alabama, Michigan, New Jersey, sites in those, uh, in those states had to be evacuated after receiving bomb threats. Luckily, they all turned out to be unfounded. However, several Jewish cemeteries have also been vandalized over the last two months. Sad news, actor Bill Paxton has died at age 61 because of complications due to cardiac surgery, according to his family. Bill Paxton, perhaps best remembered for his portrayal of the small-town sheriff in the movie One False Move. In Tombstone, he plays the youngest brother, Wyatt Earp, loved that movie. And in Titanic, he plays the head of that expedition searching for the blue diamonds supposedly lost on the great ship when it sunk. This is Brock Lovett. How can I help you? This is Mrs. Calvert. I was just wondering... If you had found the heart of the ocean yet, Mr. Lovett. All right, you have my attention, Rose. Can you tell us who the woman in the picture is? Oh, yes. The woman in the picture is me. Oh, I love that movie. And finally... And the Oscar goes to... Uh, according to a report, turns out that the man in charge of giving out those red nomination and award envelopes at the Oscars was busy tweeting out pictures of Hollywood stars instead of doing what he was supposed to be uh-huh. doing. Uh-huh. Despite all the controversy at the end, the ratings were poor. You know, the most pre-show buzz was about the movie La La Land. And the Oscars drew an average of only 32.9 million viewers, which was the second lowest number in history. So it didn't do... 
that well, I guess. I guess if people knew what was going to happen at the end, they would have watched. <laughs> now back to Steve. Not giving it to Denzel. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And hidden figures. That's Thank right. you very much. Best picture, in my opinion. Anyway, back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Thank you, Miss Ann. Let's go to the phones. What are you giving up for Lent? Tommy, what you giving up for Lent? Because I've come up with what I'm going to give up for Lent. Uh, uh, red oh, meat. Oh, man. Red <laughs> meat. Red meat. Oh, that's big. That's pretty yeah, big for me. Uh-huh. That's big. That. What'd you say, Steve? No, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what are you giving up, sir? For lit, I'm gonna give up spanking. Yeah. Really? Who are you spanking? That's a good idea. Huh? Is that a that ain't your habit? business? <laughs> oh. oh. But I'm gonna cut that loose for forty days. No spanking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because I said, said on Soul Man, uh-huh. spankings ain't just for babies. <laughs> 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 All right, coming up at 18 after the hour, the butterfly will be in the building with his butterfly blog. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after that, Eugene is next. <sighs> ain't no telling what he's going to Oh, we're going to find out what he's giving up for Lent. Okay. Oh, that's and then cool. I'll have a okay. suggestion for him, too. Good morning, everyone. Steve and Tommy, Shirley, Carla, Kier, Jr. Good morning to everyone. Morning, Butterfly. Hey, morning, morning, Butterfly. Good morning, Flap good morning. On, flap on, hey, Eugene. What's up? What's up? Uh, just, you know, it's Tuesday. I had a, um, a blog with you on this. Yes, sir. What are you giving up for Lent? Oh, Stephen. Two things that I that I know I'm gonna miss. Um, my man halters. I'm not gonna wear those for 40 days. As well as my um They're called mall- cheerleading, man my cheerleading sneakers. Man halters. It's a it's a shirt. It's called man halter. But anyway, I'm not gonna wear those and I'm not gonna what? wear my cheerleading sneakers. They're called so Those are the two things I really, really love. So it's clothing, no. certain clothing. Why don't you give what? up your friends for 40 days? Why would I get rid of my friends? I didn't say get and then rid who of am them. I gonna t- who am I going to talk to? What am I going to do? <laughs> Are you going to spend time with me? Are you going to spend time with me? Oh, now there's a thought. Oh, no, absolutely not. I'm not your friend. Uh, but what it right. does is a lint gives you a time to improve yourself according to what the ladies just told me. Then maybe that'd be a good time for you and I to do like male bonding. Well, that ain't, you don't need no more male bonding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That ain't what you need. (laughs) Steven, I'm just trying to find a way that maybe you you and I (sighs) Now. See, I'm, I'm a different type of, uh, I'm not like your friends, is what I'm saying, uh, Eugene. No, I don't understand what you mean. Be more clear. I'm not like your friends. Your 48 friends minutes after the hour. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's time for the strawberry letter. No. They're not my type. Oh, we got I don't really care for you. your friends, and, is what uh, I'm Right now, uh, Tommy. But you're not going to be with my friends. Tom, you're going to be with me. I mean, Tommy, what do you have? <laughs> I don't like you. Oh, your friends are too. I promise you I didn't mean that. I said Tommy right away. You've never even been around my friends. <laughs> you did. So, you tried apologize. to fix That's it. That's because they tried. No, I did. As soon as I said it, I, I got one for you. Okay, 
Let's go. And I don't hang around. Okay. Okay. One of my all-time okay. favorites. Okay. Oh, anyway, here's what I'm doing. I just want to let you guys know. Um, my um, blog for today is stepping out into something that you've been really wanting to do. I'm getting ready to be on Stepping out of what? <laughs> what else you finna step out of? <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, you're so serious today. I thought you'd be in New Orleans, yeah. Mardi Gras, and all that. Part. Yeah. How now, far girl, out I'm, you I'm, coming? <laughs> I, I, stay in there. I'm um, I'm trying to get on a. I want to get on a wrestling team, and that's what I'm gonna getting my body conditioned to be on a wrestling team. So it's just got it's a new curriculum of mine, a new hobby I want to get into is wrestling. Really hard to be a wrestler with a high ass though. Ah, that's Tommy, not the butterfly. He he looked just like him. <laughs> Have you seen the similarities between Tommy and Eugene? It's striking. Put them side by side. Yeah. You couldn't tell the difference. But, um. Anyway, that's that's it for today. Thank you. So, uh, it's too much. About uh, so forty days. Um. What are you giving up? No man halter and no um, cheerleading sneakers that I wear. Um, those are my two things thus far. I'll think about the friends. How about no feathers? Oh my God, no. I have to have feathers. Mm. Mm. I have to have feathers. It is a must. Okay. Um, well, thank you, Butterfly. Thank you so much, Shirley. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 34 after the hour. Here we are right after this. We're going to go to the phones. What are you giving up for Lent this year? Call us, 877-29-STEVE. One and talk to Michelle out of Pennsylvania. Michelle? Yes? Darling, uh, what are you giving up for Lent this year and why? Well, I I, I hadn't thought about it, Steve, but I'm going to give up working with this lawyer that I have who's trying to get help me get my book published that I wrote and um, this other publisher who I don't think I need to name, did not hmm. publish. So my lawyer told me to put it on his letterhead and fax it to him and all this kind of stuff, and he didn't do it. So I'm just going to have to find a new publisher. So I'm giving my lawyer up for that. Okay. Give up your lawyer for Lent. Mm-hmm, because, you know, they, you know, they say it's an old cliche to say lawyers are liars. I mean, I don't know if he's lying. I think he just has too much on his plate. And... Yeah, I need to yeah, jump. That's all it is. So, you know, I need a publisher, and I can't wait for him because I hired this one publisher, and they told me to send him some money. I sent him the money, and then she's going to call me back and tell me when you want your poetry book written. I sent her over 900 pages mm-hmm. of a manuscript. What the, excuse me, would make her think that I'm trying to write a poetry book? Yeah, don't nobody want a 900-page book, though. I can tell you that. Right? <laughs> I know that. I mean, it needs to be edited and all that kind of stuff. But I need somebody to help me. Lord, yeah. 900 pages. What chapter you let's, on? Let's go to line that's two. About, that's, 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 that's damn near five years of reading for me. <laughs> let's go to line two and talk to Kevin out of Ohio. Five years. <laughs> Kevin's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm reading this book for, but I probably ain't going to be it. <laughs> he ain't going to get through to 2022. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever opportunity, I'm, if it's a self-help book, by the time I get there, 
<laughs> Hell, I'm going to need more help. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's go to line three and talk to oh, Tammy out of uh, California. Tammy? Good morning, everyone. Hello, morning. Tammy. Wonderful, darling. What are you giving up for Lent and why? Well, I'm giving up two things. First thing is I'm giving up meat. Okay. And okay. Also, I'm also giving up hating on myself, being discouraging to myself. Oh, that's lovely. Okay, Tammy. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. I like it. You know something? I, like I just that. got a text from my son who's going through a period where he just said he just woke up. He just needs to pray more because he's feeling so discouraged right now. Like the things he's done are not paying off. And I had to yeah. remind him that it is paying off, but it is a trick of the devil to make you think that you're not accomplishing anything so you can get discouraged and stay in a discouraged place. So true. But in actuality, you are just fine. You're in a process. It's just the process takes a while. But since it takes a while, the devil's job is to come in in one of those a while moments and deceive you with it ain't happening. This ain't working. Let's do something else. Let's give up on this. Mm. Stay yeah. with it. Don't ever give I, up, boy. Thank you. I, appreciate your, I appreciate your words every day, Steve. Thank you so much. Thank you, darling. Keep on. All right. Thank now. you, Tammy. You know what I'm going to give up? What, Tommy? I'm going to give up sex. At my mm. house. <laughs> Just that location. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I'm going to give up sex at my house. But go, go ahead. Well, I'm, no, I'm you're, gonna you're not going to give it up. So, so where else? I mean. It just won't be at the house. Girl, just let him talk. Mm-hmm. All right. Duh. Try to figure it out. But do anybody care? I, not I at all. I didn't I'm think just I cared at all. amazed that he would just even say it aloud, I guess. Yeah. I'm amazed. I, I am random. sometimes, you know, even I can become amazed with him. Stupidity is not really amazing, Shirley. It's startling. Yeah, it, it's it's not, yeah. I, it's I'm overwhelming. Not, yeah. All right, coming up next, more ignorance from the nephew. It just keeps coming on this show. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach uh, Lester Tucker. This is Lester Tucker. Uh, Mr. Tucker, how you doing? This is uh, Curtis Watkins, Soul Brother Number 9. I'm with the BP of A. and uh, The BP of A, Black People of America. What the? Okay. Well, listen, we're uh, we doing a survey today. We're calling uh, a lot of white households, and we're trying to figure out, uh-huh. have y'all been using the N-word in your house? And if you have, the- how many times are you using the N-word on a daily basis in your house? The N-word? What, what kind of f- survey is that? I don't use the N-word in my house. I got youngins. We don't do that around my house. Have you been using the N-word at your job? Oh, hell no. I, what kind of survey is this? Oh, no, back the hell up. What did you just say? You got what at your job? I got black. What the Look, what business is this of yours if I use the N-word? I pay the rent in this trailer. The organization- I say the N-word if I want to say the N-word. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute, brother. Now, look. No, you wait a minute. You called me. Hey, hey, let me explain something to you, sir. We're do- all we're doing. All we're doing is a survey. Now I will tell you this: we do have surveillances at your place, and we will be trying to figure out if you. Surveillance at my trailer. We we will be t- dictating. Uh, uh, we will be trying to figure out if you're you, using the N word. Let me tell you something. Let me tell. If I want to say the N word, I'll say the N word. I don't want to say it. If I find some surveillance in my trailer. I will come and kick your black people's association. You hear me? You know who you with? 
Uh, this you Lester Tucker, ain't you? You got right. I'm Lester Tucker. Well, I'm Why with... you want to know how many times I say, say the N word? We're trying to get a survey on it, sir. That's what we're trying survey to survey my. You just trying to start some. I'm with. I'm Curtis Walking with Black People of America. I don't we... give a hell. I don't give a who you are, Curtis Walking. Sir, why are you calling my house? Sir, I'm just here to ask: Have you been using it, and have you been using it at your job? What did I tell you? I don't use it in my house because I got kids. I don't use it at the job because I got black people that work for me. Okay. I just, don't want to run them off by calling them names. Okay. Well, when you go down to the club by yourself, are you guys in there using it? Now, come on now, be honest with me. Are you guys in there using it? Man, let me tell you something. I don't know what the f- about. But it sounds me like you said, look, I got black neighbors, all right? I ain't, I ain't like that. I ain't like that. Okay, well, let me ask you this. When you just, when it's just you and them, them good old boys, when it's just y'all, are you using that N-word? Well, let me ask you this. When it's just you and your, and your hoodlum little buddies, do you, I mean, what the, what the hell do you call white people? You, you use the word? I have not used the word, sir. Oh, why, why you use I, I want to get like I told you. I don't know who the hell you are, sir. I'm doing the I'm doing this. the survey here. I'm, you I don't survey, survey my. All right, but why with white people of America? How about that? See, we can't have our own association. Oh hell no! You calling me? Uh, calling me asking questions? Okay, uh, I just got one more thing to tell you. Are you familiar with Williams? Yeah, he works for me. Well, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by. Williams. <laughs> you all right, man? You got kind of riled up, man. Well, man, you wait till, you wait till I see that, brother. He told me. He said, he said this white guy is going to go off. He said, trust me, he does not use the N-word, but just act like he's been using it, and he's going to go the hell off. You wait till I see that, man. That's some that owes me money anyway. <laughs> hell, you wait till I see <laughs> All right, Lester, calm down. Hey, I got to ask you, man, what's the baddest radio show in the land? Let me tell you, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you know how I know? Because huh? them black guys that work for me have that <laughs> playing every morning in my company <laughs> truck. Hold on tight. What am I doing today? <laughs> I'm sorry. Today. Tell three. Telling stories. <laughs> well, you know, just not people need to know these types of things. Oh yeah. Oh, we really. do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, subject. Thank you, Tommy. Subject. Always be open mm-hmm. to new information. Yeah. Have an open mind. Yeah. And, and then you know what they say. <laughs> what? Free your mind. That's it. That's all we need. That's all we need. We get your mind. Uh (laughs) Subject. Come on, girl. I can't do him. (laughs) All right, you ready? Get it together over there, Steve. Subject. My husband is verbally abusive. Hi, Steve. Hi, Shirley. My husband is verbally abusive. He gets upset with me and calls me names like butthole and trifling and says I'm not a good wife and I can be replaced. He comes home from work on my day off and will call me upstairs to ask me what I did all day. What? 
I am a grown woman. We went to counseling about this, but it doesn't seem like it's getting better. He tells me to get out and takes his rings back just to call me back the next day to say he's sorry and he wants his marriage to work. We've only been married for a year and I've moved in with him. He also doesn't get along with my daughter and he complains that she doesn't speak to him. I told him he whines and nags like a woman. So I'm thinking about leaving. Do you think that would be wise or should I stay and try to work it out? Sincerely, a bruised wife. Um, who is this child you're married to? I, I'm surprised you've put up with it this long. I really am. Verbal abuse hurts too. You just don't see the scars like you do with physical abuse. And, and it's only been a year with you guys. What happened to the honeymoon phase? Uh, this is too much. Uh, um when you went to counseling, were you honest with them? Because it's clear that you guys really do need some kind of help and, and you didn't get it. Um, because I think that he doesn't think he needs anything. He probably doesn't think anything's wrong with him. He's the breadwinner. Uh, he's taking care of you. He can just tell you to give him the rings back. Why are you giving him back when he asks you? They're your rings. He gave them to you. This is seriously my fear that the verbal abuse will turn into physical abuse at some point. You know, he's starting this after a year. Uh, that's very serious to me. I hope it's serious to you. And um, do you think that would be wise since you're thinking about leaving? Yes, I do think that's wise. And I say get out before it's too late. Steve? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think... So I'm thinking about leaving. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would be wise? Wow. What do you think? <laughs> you think it's wise to stay? <laughs> Shirley says something really smart here. What happened to the honeymoon phase? You ain't even been married a year, and this guy's verbally abusive. When did this start? Did you see any signs of this yeah. before you got married? It don't go this bad normally so fast, you know. You still in the planning stage. What kind of house? Where are we gonna live? Do you want a car? You know, you're still matching stuff up at this point. You I don't get what's I don't I, you know, lady, come on now. Don't don't let your self esteem be so low that you don't see the good and the value in yourself and your daughter. And don't allow your daughter to sit through this and right. witness this and somehow fix it in her mind that this is the way okay. yeah. a man should treat a woman. Because I got news for you. It's not. I, I, it's, it's, it's not. Oh. You know, uh, just, just look. Why is she taking it? I, I don't. You're a grown woman. You said that he come home from work on my off day, will call me upstairs and ask me what I did all day. What? I'm a grown woman. We went to counseling, but it doesn't seem to be getting better. What y'all doing in the counseling? Where y'all going? (laughs) You know, some dudes you can't take to counseling. Mm. I got a partner whose wife has asked for counseling. Mm -hmm. And he said, okay, cool. Take me down there. She counseled all of them. (laughs) Because she already know this fool right here. Going to get down there and going to be more than a notion Mm -hmm. when he get in front of that little psychiatrist. You know what he said? What? Wait till he say something against me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Part two. How is counseling going to work if he yeah. can't say nothing against you? He's already okay. on so. the defensive. All right. After the break at 18 after the hour, we'll have part two of Steve's response to today's Strawberry Letter. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. My husband is verbally abusive after one year. Well, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. You're going to counseling and it ain't working. Mm-mm. You're praying about it. He ain't changing. I mean, you know, well, what you want me to tell you? Stay there? Work out what? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and it's probably is a little bit worse than you writing in your letter. You know, then he, t- he, he tells me to get out and takes his ring back. He puts you and the baby out? Yeah. I mean, this right. dude right here got it backwards. You know, uh, just to call me back the next day and say he's sorry and he wants his marriage to work. We've only been married for a year, and I moved in with him. Okay, so it's his house. That's to put you out. But mm-hmm. now right there, he's lost the basic concept of marriage anyway, of what's mine is yeah. yours and what's yours is mine. The rings. So now he putting you out his house. See, this dude right here didn't really need to be married. It's too immature. He needed a housekeeper and an escort service. Mm. And then he could go and do it how he want to do it. You can put them out as soon as they get through. Plus, they want to leave anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he should have did that. He also doesn't get along with my daughter, and he complains that she doesn't speak to him. That's because kids are smart. Mm-hmm. See, kids read through crap sometimes quicker than we. Because, yes, see, he, she has no emotional tie to this mm-hmm. man. She has no vested interest. Well, I ain't got to make this marriage work. She ain't married. She just got this the results of y'all's decision. So the girl going, no, uh-uh. I don't speak because I can tell how you're treating my mama. So that's his problem. I told him he whines and nags like a woman. Uh. Well, you know, how did you pick this man? Yeah. What was you picking? Are you sure he's all the man you think he is? <laughs> or... Why don't you need to get some things checked? <laughs> Cause precious may be a little bit different. Yeah, but and so you know, look, any man that whines and nags like a woman, and a woman is telling that to a man, that's the direct opposite of what normally happens. So why are you dealing with that? I don't know. So I'm thinking about leaving. Do you think that would be wise? <laughs> Well, you ain't done nothing else wise. Might as well try that. Because yeah. <laughs> marrying him wasn't the best idea, uh-uh. seemed like. Or should I stay and try to work it out? Don't. The question is, does he want to work it out? Mm. You've already invited the boy to counseling. He don't. Mm-mm. Sincerely a bruised wife. Um, you know, what Come can on. I tell you? You know, I'm going to tell you right now, Steve Harvey, I'm out. Yeah. Why don't she? Shirley Strawberry you? out. <laughs> Why don't you what? Why don't she get to cussing him like he talking to her? Why no, 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 no. That ain't going to work. Yeah. Who wants to be in that mess right there? All right. Today's Strawberry Letter is posted on SteveHarvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at MyGirlShirley. Now, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's headlines. Okay? okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to go to the phones. 877-29-STEVE. What do you, what are you going to give up for Lent and why? Mm. Oh. Days is the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Lionel Richie, uh, boy, this is something. Uh, Lionel Richie's tour with Mariah Carey has been postponed until the summer. Uh, Lionel Richie. In there too. Yeah. They're they're calling it what they're calling it the all the hits tour, 
Uh, in a statement to E! News, Lionel blamed it on his slow recovery from recent knee surgery. I didn't even know he was having knee surgery. But anyway, that's the, that's the, the, the reason they're postponing it. Uh, when you have been performing as, for as long as I have, Lionel says, it takes a toll on your body. He says, I don't want to disappoint anyone, especially my fans, and I look forward to being back on stage. So we can all be dancing on the ceiling together again. Lionel's rep says the tour will likely be rescheduled for this summer. And that's what I just told you Lionel just said. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get well soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sit down and play that piano. I ain't finna mess my money up. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't know dance that damn good know how. Just sit your ass down. <laughs> Start playing Zoom, huh? See? <laughs> Easy like Sunday morning. Funny idea that I just can't stand it. Same. <laughs> Nobody go to Lionel Richie concert to see him dance. Nobody. Nobody went to see Whitney to watch her dance. You got that uh-huh. right. No, they did not. Girl could sing, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she could sing. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, the lovely Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Shirley Carla Tommy Jr., the Sandtrip of the News. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Well, President Trump scheduled to deliver his first address to a joint session of the Congress tonight and expected to lay out his budget priorities. Reportedly prepared to up defense spending while cutting the same amount of money spent on domestic programs and foreign aid. This defense spending increase will be offset and paid for by finding greater savings and efficiencies across the federal government. We're going to do more with less. Meanwhile, Jewish synagogues, schools, hmm. community centers across the country reporting on the being on the receiving end of a spike in anti-Semitic attacks and threats since last month. At least 13 states reported receiving bomb threats just yesterday. And of course, there have been a lot of vandalism issues against Jewish cemeteries in, Ju- in St. Louis and Philadelphia and some other places. Uh, somebody hacked into John Legend's Twitter account Friday night and left what? a series of vulgar and political tweets uh, one threatens to stomp Donald Trump, referring to the president as a big Cheeto. Uh, legend says, first of all, he would never threaten violence against the president, no matter, quote, how much I wish he would go away. He also says he would never call President Trump a Cheeto because he enjoys treat Cheetos. He likes them. <laughs> and by the way, it's Black History Month. Time now for today's Black History Note. Note. There were many black American inventors who saved lives, not just black or white or American, but all over the world. One of these was Garrett A. Morgan. Garrett Morgan was born in 1877 and designed the first street corner traffic signal. He went on to patent the tricolor traffic light system. Among his other inventions was a safety helmet in 1912, which was the first gas mask. In fact, Morgan's helmet was later used by the Allied forces in World War I, and it became the prototype of the modern gas mask used by fire departments, miners, and rescue squads to this day. Its value was proven, though, in 1916 in Cleveland, Ohio, when a gas explosion in the waterworks tracked city workers in a tunnel 250 feet below Lake Erie. Morgan led a rescue crew, including his brother and several firemen, all wearing his breathing helmet. They rescued six unconscious men that day who would have died otherwise with the 21 others whom they couldn't get to in time. The four white members of the crew were awarded medals by the city of Cleveland. However, Garrett Morgan's bravery and invention were never even mentioned. In fact, the city of Cleveland never recognized this black American genius for his invention and its use to save lives. He's being recognized by us today as a person of note, a real black history maker. Mr. Garrett A. Morgan, back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
Yours sound better than ours. No, yeah, that's a black like, history <laughs> moment. Yeah, that's a <laughs> so Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We need more of those. Uh, little, these are called little known. <laughs> unknown. They unknown. Okay. Young, y'all, y'all don't, don't get sensitive, Junior. Don't get. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Glad ain't told y'all about Shirley the fish fry of 1905. You Baby Glad I didn't get to that. <laughs> what happened? The fish fry of 1905. <laughs> yes. Bet you Miss Ann don't know that one. <laughs> you no, get I mad, you get mad, Junior. Yeah, because she got touchy. music and everything. <laughs> yeah. It's a production. Man. All right, well, Shirley, hang tight. Uh-huh. Your girl, Carla, uh, Sister Odell is coming up. We'll be back at 48 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, guess who here, y'all? Who that? Who is it? Who? Sister Odell. Yeah, oh, okay. my girl. Pull him out, boy. Right. Pull him out. You can do it. Goodness gracious. Good God Almighty. So long. So long that they has me on. They don't, they don't call me like they used to. Mm. You know, they say when you get old that people try to have a tendency to forget about you. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're just trying to forget about me. No, ma'am. No, we love you. I do. I know this, Shirley. No, ma'am. I know. <laughs> Sister Odell, no, don't do that. We've been getting along so well. Lately. I know. Ever since you got married, we've been getting along. But this, this, this has been the longest I ain't been on this show, and I'm thinking it's you, Shirley. Well, no, ma'am. Just for the record, it is not me. Well, it seemed like it's you. <laughs> well, it's not. Because you can be a hateful heifer. I, I just said it wasn't, Sister Odell. <laughs> well, yeah, I just said you could be. Well, I'm not. It wasn't me. Okay. Well, you is to well, me, it, though. It, it See, there you go, me, right now. Ladies, ladies, I know it's you, ladies. heifer. Lady. <laughs> oh, it's oh, her. Damn. I was enjoying you being oh, on the show, her. Sister Odell. Oh, big-eyed heifer. I can't stand <laughs> Truth be told, ever since she got that mad that Mexican, she started thinking she's somebody now because she's international. He's black, just like you, Sister What's Odell. What's his name? You know his name. It's Ernesto. And, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Rest my case. Husband named Ernesto trying to pass him off as a black. <laughs> in spite of what you think. Fool me. I seen the pictures. In spite of what you think, Same height as him. In spite of what you think, Sister Odell, we are very happy to have you back. Just say hello to everyone. So we well, can... hello, everyone. Hey, Cat and Caddy. You got a new boy over there. What's he? He's a Filipino. Baby Joe. Yeah, Baby Joe. <laughs> what is he? Vehicle. What is no. he? He just had her. Well, I'd like to know who I'm talking to, because if I need to say He's something, Asian. I, I guess people on. like me once I know what they eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you got to know how to get them out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm trying to get him to camp somewhere. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. God. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Come on, well, now, sister. Okay. Let, <laughs> let her go. 
Go ahead. What is going on? What y'all want to talk about today? All right. All right. I'm glad you asked, (laughs) Sister Odell. Uh, Did you hear about this woman who left behind a real sassy, let's say, obituary? Um, Mm. It says, uh, well, listen to this. Her name was Jean E. Adi. Jean E. Adi. She says, I was born, I lived, I died. I hate to admit it, but evidently I died. I guess after all these years, God finally figured out where to put me. I'm leaving behind a hell of a lot of stuff Casey and Melinda will have to get rid of. So if you're looking for random crap, you should wait for the appropriate amount of time and get in touch with them. After the funeral service, there will be an after party with White Castles, pizza, Krispy Kreme donuts, and booze. If you are sick, don't bother to come. I might be dead, but I still don't want your germs. (laughs) So, so Sister Odell, how do you want to be remembered? Uh, Well, Well, first of all, I want to talk to this woman that's going to put her obituary out there talking about she was born, she lived, and she died. Tell us something we don't know. Hell, you're dead. We're having your funeral. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So that wasn't heavy. You know, people always tries to be heavy, you know, like mm-hmm. there's something special uh-huh. that mm-hmm. they ain't. And that's all it is. It's hell for just trying to be, you know, what they call it, uh, you know, um, uh, what's another word for heavy? Uh, Prolific, profound. Pro- that's mm-hmm. it, Shirley. Profound. Did I just ask Tommy for a word? Yes, ma'am. yes, you did. Yes, you My, did. Yeah, I'm I can so help sorry. you, though. She was born, she lived, and she died. Then this half a time out, she want to have at her funeral White Castle crystals and booze. She's a hillbilly. <laughs> what is, how do you know that by what? It's what that is. <laughs> Black people ain't going to ask for White Castle and crystals and liquor at their funeral. That's a repast. <laughs> that's, a tra- that's a trailer park request. She tried to up it, though. All she had to say was moonshine. That would have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> what else is going on? <laughs> well, how would you want to be remembered? Well. Yeah, what kind of funeral you want? You know, I want, I want a small funeral, but it's going to be huge. Because mm, okay. so many people's loves me. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I done opened so many churches across the country. When I leave this girl, you ain't seen it. Mm. Ah, you ain't seen what they're going to lay out for me. I just told him that the one thing, only request I have, what the, I want to wear the dress I spent the most time in. I want my missionary uniform on. Yes, All ma'am. Right. Okay. All All right. Right. I want white stockings yeah. with a hint of cinnamon in them. And I want, I want my nurse's gear shoes on, and I want white gloves and a prayer cap. Oh, okay. And I do want red lipstick. I want whole red lipstick and earrings. <laughs> Sister Odell. Because I don't wear lipstick because I'm a ministry, and I don't wear the earrings. But when I leave here, I would like a, a nice shot of lipstick on just so whole I can red. know what it's like. Don't repeat that, Tommy. <laughs> Why not? Oh, I go. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. It's H O dash red. And earrings, too. We're going to make sure you get it. Hoop earring. Big old hoop. Look like dough knocker. <laughs> Look like tire racks. I want a big young'un. I want my niece wears them all the time. And I love them earrings. But you can't wear them when you're doing missionary work. So I want right. to get buried. Uh-huh. In whole red lipstick and <laughs> high hanger 
Power hanger or earrings on. Don't know. Well, um, the ones LL sang about. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Odell, I hate to cut you off. I really, really do. But um, here you is with the cut off. We're running you out of time. You didn't want me to come on. Now you want to cut me off. No, it's we- this heifer right here. <laughs> We're running out of time, and uh, we do have to move on. But it was a pleasure you stopping by today, as always. And Whatever, Shirley. Don't stay away so long, Sister Odell. Can't stand your frog eyes. <laughs> Sister Odell, you didn't I'm even speak to me the way you normally do. Excuse me? You didn't even speak to me the way you normally do. Because I didn't have time because the hater. Hey, Carly. <laughs> we got to go. I didn't have time to speak to you, sweetie, because the hater. Sister this frog <laughs> Sister Odell, we have to go. Thank you. Insect killer. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today is Mardi Gras. Tomorrow is Ash Wednesday. What do people plan to give up this year for Lent? According to an L.A. Times article, even if you're not Catholic, some people see Lent as resolution reboost. Pastor interviewed for the article said it's always good when humans look at their lifestyle choices and give up a negative habit. It's good for the heart and spirit. Call us and tell us what you're giving up for Lent. Or what do you want to do to help improve yourself? 877-29-STEVE is the number. I got one for you, Tommy. What's that, dog? You should give up stupidity. <laughs> uh, what? And yeah. Not just for 40 days. You just confused what him hell? with that one. What I'm going to do at work? <laughs> uh, we have callers waiting on the line. <laughs> what is I'm going to be sitting here doing if... Uh, Man. <laughs> All right, line one. Let's go to Geraldine out of California. Well, Tommy. Geraldine. Thanks, Geraldine. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you Good all. Good morning, Geraldine. Geraldine, what you giving up for Lent and why? I do the whole 40-day fast. I, I give up food, eating during Lent because mm-hmm. I think that's what a fast entails. Mm-hmm. And it allows you not only to, you know, you get, if there's some real spiritual benefits attached to learning how to take away that thing that that flesh desires. You going to fast for 40 days. I do it. I do it every year. I've been doing it since 96. Hold on. How tall are you, Geraldine? I'm five, six. How much you weigh? I'm about 140. But during the year, I gain a few pounds. And when I do the fast, I take those pounds off. So instead of getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then wind up 300 pounds, that allows you to, you know, if you put on some extra weight during the year, at some point you got to stop. You got to stop, drop, and and, and, and deal so with So when you say you fast, Geraldine, exactly what are you talking about, darling? You're going to not eat what? I don't eat food during the 40 days. I The first the first week especially is no food whatsoever. It's just liquid. I mean, water, water. And um, I may drink teas with no sugar in it. And there's no food because your first week is where you get your spiritual instruction. That's where you, that's where the body comes into, you know, subjection. You'll find, I can tell you this, your body only craves food for five, for, if you can go three days, you can go 40 days. Your body only gives you a problem about food for the Why first three days. I want to do days. that. 
Who she wanna go it. forty days without eating though? Why why? Yeah, but but there's some spirit and fasting is a is a spiritual exercise. You're so right. you get to embark upon some spiritual things. When you have, when you don't have food in your body, uh, after that third to fifth day, your brain becomes crystal clear and you can hear from God like Hell yeah. You're so right. for food. You're so right. Happening. And see, people think that fasting is you want something from God. But when I fast, I literally get more instructions as far as my life, what what directions I should be made, what moves I should be made. I get more from God than I do in terms of direction. It ain't really about give me this, I want a house, I want a car. No, when you ain't consumed with what you're going to eat three times a day, now what you consume with, now your mind is only on God because you know you need God. To, to make it through those 40 days. And God will. If you're leaning to God to make it, it says feed on the word of God. And then, you know, it's just, it's just a discipline that it, I think it's a spiritual discipline that we all need to incorporate because most of us, you know, we, we like to talk about people and drugs and alcohol. Most people are eating themselves to death because they don't know how to tell their body no. After a while, I tell people this all the time. If you've been eating certain foods since you was in your 20s, when we get in our 40s, 50s, there's certain foods we should no longer be even eating anymore. Sugar is right. I agree. When do we stop falling diabetes? When do we stop falling diabetes? Sugar diabetes. We just now we just call it diabetes. No, we used to call that thing sugar diabetes because that's too much sugar we put in that system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. She's Um, right. She's right about the spiritual thing too. That's a lot of days without eating. uh, Forty days. If it can be done, I about it. It can be done. Many people do it. It can be done. Thank you, Geraldine. Fine, boy. (laughs) Ain't gonna have to put some flavor in my water, though. God, though. Uh -uh. I'm trying to figure out which day I could fast. (laughs) (laughs) Not forty days. One day. Yeah. What day of the fast? I could make a run at this. All right. uh, All right. Thank you, baby. Thank you, Geraldine. We come back from the break at 18 after the hour. Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam in the building. Deacon Def Jam. There he is. In the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here. Yeah. I am Motown. And I am Deacon Def Jam. And together, mm-hmm. me and he, he and me, <laughs> us is, That's right. is the leading constituencies for the JPJJ. That's the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Ching, ching. Hallelujah. Holla back. Where at the jackpot joint, we take a look into the future. That's right. We let us begin with horoscopes this morning. Let us begin with Pisces. Read. Pisces says, avoid being alone for too many hours in a row today. You need human interaction. Stop right there. Uh Uh-huh. Stop getting yourself put in solitary confinement. Handcuff yourself to somebody. 
Stay over there in Gin Pop, better known as General Population. Just be around people even that you don't even like. Look up over the top of your cubicle every now and then. You ain't the only one in there. Stand up and walk across all the cubicles. Hell, look out the window. See the peoples? Run up in your boss's office and say, I just can't be alone. Hug your boss. Hard, tight, and snug. Make sure all your belongings is in a box. Close the door and hug him tight. Yeah. Let it go somewhere. Uh, Put a little chapstick on. Mm. Mm. Get it right. That's right. With your ball. Y'all swap Al toys back and forth. Uh, All right now. I'm fresh. Pull your ball in close. Cup his butt and pull him towards. Underneath that where that line is. Better yet, cup hers and pull her towards you. Mm. Lord, Lord, Lord. Push her up against the back of the office door. You about to get a promotion. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about ever leaving now. You have secured your position. Not right, a raise right. is just around the corner, and it's a raise in the office, too. Uh-oh. We raise it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our doors of this church is open. And when we come back from the break at 34 after the hour, they're going to have a back-to-back jam. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 34 minutes after the hour. Uh, we're back, everybody. Um, time for these back-to-back jams. Let's go, Cat. Yeah. All right, y'all. Hey, when we come back, we'll have time for just one more thing. Don't go away. We got a good one for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 48 minutes after the hour, we are back. It's time for just one more thing. Uh, what we doing after this song, y'all? We talking about one more thing. What are we doing? Uh, paid mm-hmm. sex breaks for workers. Hell yeah. When y'all Mardi this Gras stuff. happy. Mar- <laughs> That's what I'm talking what? about. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Just one more thing. A politician thinks it's a good idea. Paid sex breaks for workers. Constant work and approximately zero play is not how humans were meant to spend their time. A quote-unquote paid break means people would be allowed to return home for 60 consecutive minutes to have sex. Hmm. Council member in uh, Northern Sweden proposed that last week. He referenced studies on the topic and said sex was healthy and expressed concern for those partners without ample time for the having of the sex. Okay, the most logical time of the day for this act to occur is smack dab in the middle of working hours. Sweden is already ranked by National Geographic as one of the happiest spots on the planet and, uh, Steve, what do you think? You think paid sex breaks are a good idea? We know what the nephew thinks. And... I, you ain't got to pay me. <laughs> you do it for you free? You me an hour off in the middle of the day. <laughs> With no pay. Call it. What do they call it? It's called a paid sex break. Good idea? I'd, I'd go to the house uh, for free. You do it for you free. You don't have to pay me. <laughs> All right. You I believe call that's it a true a, answer. A, a I believe that. Sex break, side deal. Jump off. 
you know, pity pat. Just, just it's it's enough just by what it says. Paid sex break, break for workers. Mm, there you go. Yeah, pudding break. It explains it what like, it is. Because it's hey, at yeah. lunch, a pudding break. It's self-explanatory, mm-hmm. Steve. <laughs> we don't need clarity. Cookies you know, and instead cream. Of kids, huh? Instead of kids having nap time, just call it for grown-ups, tap time. <laughs> tap time. Tap time, yeah. All right, man. Yeah, if we'll get some tap time. All this is safe. Uh, mm-hmm. You telling right. yourself that? Uh, cookie break. There you go. Mm-hmm. How about we could call it CNN, cookie nookie now. <laughs> Are you enjoying this yourself right now? Cookie, 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 Time to get some Ted Line news in here. <laughs> yeah. Going on to the house for a little HLN. Yeah, ah. man. Oh, man. I'm with it. I, why I the girls it. quiet? I don't know why they quiet. Ladies. <laughs> do you don't know what it's like to work with two-year-olds? <laughs> Y'all don't want no CNN? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it's like? I need a daiquiri today. A <laughs> 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 Hurricane. Yeah. Okay, girl, I need a daiquiri. ready for it? <laughs> you thought what? of another one? Come on, Unc. Oh, I was going to say have a great weekend. You want one more? Oh, Give me no. One more. I would love yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, me and my one big more. mouth. Uh, you could just go on home for a little BET. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give Come it on, to man. break it down. Well, I mean, it's quite obvious right there. Y'all don't want to take a stab at that? I want to hear it. Go I ahead. Got, I got it. Black entertainment television? Uh-uh. No, the no. tease for something else. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to hear the first thing. I want to see that. what that B and that E is for. B is for booty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. E is for entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Booty And T is for time. <laughs> we got booty one out. Booty time. <laughs> Go home for a little BET. <laughs> <laughs> Network. Network. Oh, man. Okay. Have a good weekend. Say something right here. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Y'all have a great weekend. Thank you. Uh, God loves you. So do I. His love is much greater. Because chances are, if you don't love me, I can't stand your funky behind either. So, (laughs) Just say bye. In a prayer? In a prayer? Yes. I didn't say that in a prayer. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are, or where you are in life, you feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. 